Good afternoon and welcome to the P&P Show. Parson and Pope brought to you each week by the local chapter of NAACP, courtesy of BW Radio. And how are you doing today, Doc? Mr. Pope, I am doing quite well. And what about you? Doing fine, doing fine. And I'm excited about our guest today. We have a special guest on with us this afternoon that's uh, the chairman for the uh, Education Committee for the State of Kansas, uh, Kansas State NAACP conferences. And so uh, it's good to have you. How are you doing today, uh, Ms. Rankin? I'm feeling, well, okay, except I have a slight cold. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I guess that's kind of going around now. Uh-huh. Ms. Rankin? Ms. Rankin? Yes. My name is Hens Parson. How are you doing today? Oh, okay. I'm in my car right now, and so I, uh, not as, uh, org- uh my I'm not as organized as I should be, but I'm, well, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Let's <laughs> let, let's talk a little bit about education, if you don't mind. Okay. From your perspective, uh, where are we? Where where are we in 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 Kansas and across the United States with respect to uh, getting done what we need to be doing? Well, and a lot of the research shows that our African American students aren't doing as well as we would like for them to do. That's where I still have to stay out here and do everything we can to support, help them, and be involved in everything uh, that has educational emphasis. What has has happened currently that did not happen yesteryear and vice versa? Has this been a long-standing situation, or is it new in terms of our students uh, first of all, not doing as well as they should be doing. Just talk to us generally about that. Well, uh, I think one of the things, too, we don't have as many uh, people at one time uh, in our race. Uh, teaching was really uh, looked at with high esteem, and we had a lot of, of African-Americans right. going into education. And now we don't have as many uh, people going into education of color. That's right. And then sometimes uh, the people uh, with the children, their uh, experiences might not have been real positive. So they don't uh, really uh, push their kids to do as well as they should. Mm. We... uh Another thing I wanted to visit with, you know, this is the month of February, and, mm-hmm. and in February we uh, this kind of set it aside as Black History Month, although we know that uh, <laughs> that American history includes us as well. But uh, what is your feeling about that? I know that they it's, it came about in 1935, I believe it was, by Carter G. Woodson, and saying it was a week at one time, and then it's evolved to a month, but uh, and to the month of February. But uh, you know we. That's a lot of, there's a lot of history to try to cover in a month. What do you think about that? Well, I think it should be included all of the time because we made a lot of uh, contributions to American history. Mm-hmm. So we should be involved all the times, not just the one month. Hopefully, uh, teachers will do that. But as we know, in some places, they're even banning some of the books. Right. And that means that we, in organizations like ours, we have to remain ever vigilant in making sure that uh, that message gets across that, uh, you know, that with, they can't provide a quality education unless they're inclusive of, of all aspects of, of history and education. 
Very true. Ms. Rankin, uh, I have been in education for more than 50 years. And in those 50 years, I've seen a lot of changes that have occurred within this educational institution. And like you, I'm concerned about uh, our children, our youth, particularly minority folks. Uh, I have noticed over the years that more and more of our students come in and having to take remedial courses at the college level. What can we do uh, currently to assist students at uh, lower levels, like elementary school, high school, to prepare themselves for advancement once they have moved from the high school level? Well, in preparation, uh, it's always very important that we start at the lower levels. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things uh, this uh, month, uh, and our state uh, president, Kenya Cox, had sent out the uh, information about the right to read. Literacy is our greatest civil right. Mm. And this was in uh, celebration of uh, black history. And the NAACP played a big part in this um, the right to read. So we, ju we just have to all the time push uh, for education, for education. And in our, uh, you know, everything in our churches and everything. And I know in our church, uh, even uh, minister, she uh, has the children to bring their uh, report cards so she can look at them. We have to look at this as a positive, positive, because uh, in mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll notice when um, it's in time for football or basketball, everyone wants to be there and shout and push the children on, and I think we have to be the same way for education. That's go, good. go, go. Right. I mean, education is so important, and um, and you'll find even a lot of the athletes are, are speaking out about that now. When we talk so, about uh, when we talk about education and talk about, you know, the importance of education with our children, um, how, how, how important is it for us to see their peers, you know, or people that look like them in the educational process? Do you think that that has anything to do with their interest in terms of wanting to pursue, you know, uh, uh, teaching and that sort of thing? Is Do they see enough of us to say that that's a, a vocation that they'd like to, to pursue or, or a good, you know, role model, as you say? Well, I don't think they see as many of us as I wish they did because a lot, like I, I think I said earlier, a lot of us aren't choosing to go into uh, education, but we have to be there at the uh, table all the time and at the uh, Board of Education meetings. And then most of us uh, had elections not too uh, long ago, and we have to really encourage our uh, people in the community to vote and tell them why they should vote. Absolutely. Uh -huh. uh, they'll vote for the president of the United States, where they'll have more power in voting for our school board members. So that's what we've really been doing trying uh, in the last election, because all of them aren't elected at the same time. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, getting them to uh, vote, and I feel like this really helps. We, and I think the... Uh, NAACP pushes this 
more than uh, most of the uh, organizations. Mm. And we have to continue, continue to do this. That's interesting because I know that uh, this being an election year, that uh, one of the things that's a priority for NAACP is voter registration, voter participation, and et cetera. And uh, what, are, how, how, what, what role do you think that that uh, education plays in that. I mean, I, I realize now we, we uh, young folks at eight at the year at the age of eighteen are eligible to vote, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think that that needs to be something that's really stressed as well. Yeah, I, I feel that too. We we just like I said, all of us have to do that. Uh, all organizations uh, have to really stress that because it's uh, and then know why they're why they are voting. Because a lot of times, uh, it you know, like for the city council meeting, board of education meetings, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't attend those. But I know in uh, Wichita, uh, I attend the board of education meetings, and Levanta Williams is on the education committee. We're on the education committee mm-hmm. at Wichita, and we attend the board of education meetings, and They've even called us in for some uh, meetings, and we just found out the other day that the uh, the Department of Justice makes recommendations to our school system. Yes. And I, in my state report, I said, has your um, system been uh, contacted? Because they're telling us things that we need to do. So we've met with our superintendent of schools, We've met with our representative, mm-hmm. and they've asked us to uh, uh, to meet. Excellent. But they do know that uh, we're interested, and Mr. Uh, Pope, Daryl Pope, I really, you have been a leader for me, because when I started really getting active in the NAACP, I was really impressed by what you were doing in Hutchison That's with right. the Board of Education. So you have uh, a lot of power that you don't even realize that you have. Well, we appreciate uh, the support, but we it takes us all working together, moving in the same direction just to try to help make a difference. Right. And uh, one of the questions that I had for you this afternoon was, uh, uh, what is what kind of a of, of agenda do, does the state conference of uh, NAACP have for uh, education? Well, we probably need to do... I'm the chair of it, so probably, uh, as you said, what kind of agenda? Yeah, what agenda do we have for the state in well, terms of... Well, the things are, you know, getting information out. Uh-huh. One of the things that's very important uh, this year, and I did have in my uh, state report, the last meeting we had, the Kansas Education Enrichment Program, the KEEP, K-E-E-P uh-huh. program. And these are funds are determined uh, by your financial need. And I know uh, parents that I've told about it at different events. I said, do you realize you can get $1,000 per student to pay for various educational goods and services mm-hmm. that promote learning recovery? This is it's like if you had three children in, at the ages of 5 to 18 and you qualify economically, you can get $1,000. If you had three children, that'd be $3,000. And this uh, money, uh, you have to go on this site, though. Mm-hmm. And it, it pays for uh, various educational goods like uh, instruments, uh, tutoring, and mm-hmm. certain technical devices. 
and they can uh, families find out if they qualify, but uh, they have to know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Now, in Wichita, we have had uh, at the urban at the um, urban uh, league office. They did have someone that was helping uh, people, assisting them to do this. Yeah, that is a big problem, isn't it? Because sometimes the applications can be long and pro. Yes. Yes. And how do they? And you say they go to a web, have to go to a website to to get this information. Yes, it, 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 I, I happen to have it says www.keep.ks.gov. But uh, they have to be able to go to that. A lot of people don't. So, like I said, we do have an agency here. But then, you know, you tell people that they say, "Is she crazy? A thousand dollars." <laughs> because it sounds like uh, you know uh, so much, but we 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 have to uh, emphasize because as we know, in long long lot a long time ago, they did not want us to learn to read. That's a fact. So something. So we really have to be on top of that uh, reading uh, to be able to, uh, go on to college and, uh, make significant, uh, gains in education. Yes. Yeah, so our, our tax dollars support the, the educational system. And so we definitely need to make sure we need to keep that in mind while we're pursuing these goals and, and uh, an education, because I right. tell people all the time, I said, we support this system. And so mm-hmm. we need to be, we need to, you know, at least act like we're a part of it. Mm-hmm. And one of, uh, one of the uh, things that's uh, coming up, and we were saying uh, in uh, uh, the classes of 2028, there's at the uh, state level of education, there's been some graduation changes. So we have to, uh, and so they're supposed to be training the counselors because in the classes that graduate in 2028, there will, there are some changes in what they look at but this starts when they first they have four years to uh, work on that and some of the school systems uh, have that already but some of the school systems might look to see are they really encouraging the kids so as parents and everyone we have to encourage the kids to go to the uh, counselor or and say is there something I need to be doing different Mm-hmm. And hopefully the counselor is working with all students, you know, to make sure they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so what kind of changes are coming forward? Uh, can you give us an idea? Well, one was in the area of uh, English. It's uh, for, uh, uh, I don't want to say right now because I should have something written down about that, but like I said, some of the schools, and it might be in the area of, um, you know, in the different areas, there's some minor changes, but there are changes, and we need to get that. I would say as an education person, I need to uh, pull that up and um, get that uh, sent out. We had tried one time a meeting with the different education chairs, but uh, that didn't work out, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't. Try it again. I know over the years they have changed in terms of uh, classes and courses that students need to take to graduate. Mm-hmm. I, I, what impact uh, does that have on the child's educational uh, levels? 
in terms of, you know, you may drop an English class, which is not the case, or you may drop a PE class, but nothing else is added of value. What are they attempting to do when they make all these kind of changes in courses that students take? And I might add, some students are not doing well with the status quo anyway. Yes. I guess it's it's like we just can't stop because, like I said, I don't know any other organization uh, that there are concerns that goes to the school, like the NAACP. If there are problems, uh, they will come to us, and we have them to uh, fill out a legal redress form to look and see if they feel the problem is and look that over and they sign it. Because if the, we don't want a parent to say, well, I didn't ask the NAACP to get involved. Mm-hmm. So we have it there in writing, and they have signed right. the uh, document. And we do have uh, sometimes, you know, really good results because of, uh, especially if you have um, a person that's worked in education and all chapters might not have a person that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, worked in the education That's system. Right. That's right. But I think we have to really encourage each other and uh, attend um, the Board of Education. You're kind of fading out from us. Are you, you're, you're kind of fading out a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I must have moved my hand while I was talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of the thing, one of the one of the questions that I have, you know, is we get uh, our education committee, our local unit, uh, NAACP, has gotten some complaints about some of the stuff that required courses in school, you know, and so, and and how they uh, arrive at the curriculum that they use and that sort of thing. And and what have you got to say to folks? Because, you know, a lot of those curriculum committees are made up of, 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 of you know, patrons in the community, some of the parents yeah. and that sort of thing. And so uh, I know we get, you know, one of the things is To Kill a Mockingbird has been a mm. controversial yeah. Book that's a requirement here in, in the district, but a lot of but I get a lot of parents that, that that are opposed to that. And so, do you have any advice or, or as, in terms of uh, addressing issues like that? Well, I, I think we still have to address them and, and uh, say why we think they should stay in the curriculum. I know we have public communication uh, at the beginning of our board of education meetings where you can speak. Mm-hmm. I think it's for three minutes, and right. we, we have done that in the past. We did it to um, change the way that we voted for our um, uh, people on the Board of Education, and mm-hmm. it, it it worked. It passed. Good. And we just have uh, last, at our last Board of edu- uh, Education at the inauguration, uh, wow. we have one an one African-American on the Board of Education and one Vietnamese. Good. But uh, we, uh, and there were all races that worked to put these uh, people in. And it seems to uh, be balanced because maybe in some of the meetings they have, they can explain to the other board members what they feel is important. (coughs) Excuse me. And I think that's why that that's one of the reasons why that we we get a lot of it's kind of controversial to talk about uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. But uh, that's one of the reasons why we, that I think that that needs to be a a subject that's kept in the forefront because uh, 
we need to, you know that that's that's what makes a difference. Everybody's got a everybody's got a contribution to make if they just have a platform to, to help them do that. That's right. That's true. That's true. And uh, one of the things, uh, um, you know, our legislators sometimes they they speak up about things, and we do have our black legislative date uh, mm-hmm. coming up now on February uh, Monday, February the nineteenth. Right. Uh huh. Topeka, and they do, uh, our legislators uh, will be there to talk with us and uh, share some um, information, and we can always share information with them. A lot of times we like, oh, they won't listen to me, but a lot of times they do listen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've already got my ticket, so I'm ready to go. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see you there then. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, it's it's just I think we have to say education, education, education uh-huh. with uh, you know a lot of with the technology and everything. There's so many things that you can uh, find out. You know, um, one thing I just realized here is kind of after the fact, but. When we first started, we didn't have you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your a little about yourself and kind of you know what you do. And so, uh, will, will you do that now if you don't mind? Oh, okay. Well, I'm Sandra Aileen Rankin. I uh, I pre uh, I'm retired uh, retired educator now, but I started out as a classroom teacher. I think I was in the classroom uh, about eight years, and I got my master's in. Uh, student personnel and guidance, and then uh, I had got my certification in school psychology uh, as a school psychologist, so my I worked for the uh, Board of Education here, uh, I think, 35 years, mm-hmm. and uh, the last 22 years, I was a school psychologist, mm-hmm. and as a school psychologist, a lot of times you uh, make, you know, you make decisions of children going into uh, special ed, and so you really have to be careful that uh, children don't go into programs where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. That's right. So there's 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 so much there's so much in the educational process can determine which uh, which direction you go. But that's kind of my background. So I've been retired for a number of years, and in my sorority. AKAs, we volunteered. Uh, we're not doing that this year, but we have volunteered at the school, um, you know, to um, in uh, reading uh, and doing different things. And through the NACP, uh, the Education Committee, like I mentioned, Levante um, uh, Williams and I go to all the Board of Education meetings. And I find that if I'm in a, a meeting, I'm more attentive than I am mm-hmm. when I watch it on television yes. because it can be viewed on television, too. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. As you were talking, uh, I think that one thing we can do within our communities if we have this organization, fraternities and sororities are doing a great job in terms of messaging about the importance of education. What about in Wichita? Yeah. Because I know you guys... Uh, there are quite a few fraternities and sororities in Wichita. Is that right? That's true. That's true. And I think most of them really are engaged 
in this educational process. I think they are. Yeah, I, I, I can't um, tell you how involved each chapter is, but, you know, and in order to be a member of, uh, of, of the chapters, usually you have to have a college uh, degree. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then they have them at the, uh, um, at the um, at college level, too. But we say we, but we still, we have to bring everyone, and that's why everybody, everybody, and and the NAACP can Pivotal. do this. Where the sororities and fraternities, you have to have a college degree. That's In right. The NAACP, you don't have you to don't have a college. Just do the work. Just do the work and finding people that want to volunteer. That's right. And and, and we and that's why I think this is really a good organization. And we go to the schools when there are problems where, like I said, they filled out the forms. And just, I know one that happened, uh, this was a high school student, and this was a very, where the child was uh, really uh, working uh, hard to get a certain grade. And I think that, uh, and then talking with the teacher and the principal, we were just checking on something that the parent had said. Mm-hmm. And we're the only organization that does anything like this, and they listen to us. And I think they listen to us because uh, the uh, someone had told the uh, uh, parent, uh, this was a doctor, that the child was having some problems uh, emotionally, and the doctor recommended she talk to a member of the NAACP. And I think just, uh, we think, you know, a lot of people say, what does the NAACP do? (laughs) A lot of people do know what we do, but uh, a lot of times if they don't feel like they want us to do things that we really can't do. Yeah, a lot of them look for some kind of legal representation. Uh, You know, there's a lot of that. But another question I had before we sign off here is, uh, do the sororities over there still, uh, do you guys still have a... uh, uh, job fair? I don't think we do. Because <laughs> I know at one time they had one, and you know I thought it was in March or sometime that they had one, and I think they would it was housed it at Wichita State, or and mm-hmm. uh, you know and had people come in for you know on for jobs and that sort of thing. And we're trying to get work with our community in, in or our district over here and inviting them to to attend some of those. Uh, job fairs that they had, and I was just wondering if you, if the sorority still uh, sponsored one. I, I'm not aware of that, but we do have, uh, uh, you know, uh, programs within each uh, organization where That's they're right. pushing education uh-huh. because, uh, and then people are, like you said, you have your ticket to go up to uh, Topeka, and um, I do too, so uh, we'll be up there. But it's something that we should talk about all the time rather than this uh, because parents will push their kids to do good, you know, in the athletic department. Uh-huh. But, but education. But, mm-hmm. but not as maybe hard. You'll see about on the, you know, Saturdays and like that. But we, we just have to, and it's kind of seem like it's on our backs because uh, that different agencies will tell them or organizations, well, we don't do that. We go to the NAACP. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. There's no following, um, uh, finding volunteers. Mm. And that's why I've always been so uh, impressed 
impressed by you, um, Mr. Pope, and we sure do appreciate Zenobia because of your wife, because I know you spend uh, a lot of time with that, and as I know, you've been the president of a NAACP organization there in Hutchison for more years than anyone else That's right. in the NAACP. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Ms. Rankin, we sure appreciate you taking time out to talk to us and visit with us on the, on the PNP show today. We uh, hope that you uh, get through with your shopping and going to your meetings that you're talking about doing. But thanks a lot for visiting with us. And this wraps up this uh, week's show. And so uh, have a good one. We'll be in touch. Okay. Well, thank you. And I look forward to seeing you all in Topeka. Okay. Thank you. And that wraps up the PNP show for today. We hope that you enjoyed the show and look forward to talking to you again next week.